Let's do this. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Kimberly. As you know, we're really getting into this movie, all the details, all the extras. So if you haven't seen it, pause it, go watch the movie, come on back. Now on to the episode. Hey, it's Megan. And Kimberly, and you've entered room 237. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> so weird. Oh, chairs. chairs, again. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's quiet right now. Damn, last episode, our chairs were like squeaky city. Yeah, I should have WD-40 that one. Mm, yeah, because this one. I may have some. Ooh, Let's pause, pause and find it. it. <laughs> Okay. We're back. We're back. We WD-40 that bitch. You like, won't boss. have noticed anything, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're back. I feel like like Rosie the Riveter right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made Kim do it. Quite honestly, that was my first time using WD-40, so. I saw the confusion when you were trying to put yeah. the, the little straw thing in before you took the lid off. I feel so butch right now. <laughs> Call me daddy, y'all. Okay. okay. This bitch always trying to be daddy. And always. She's never going to be. Shit. I am now. I got me using uh, power tools and shit. WD-40 is not a power tool. Baby steps, Megan. Baby steps. <laughs> I got a drill in there if you want to oh, break it out shit. for any reason. Yes. <laughs> I do feel pretty butch when I use the drill. And you put on your flannel. And I'm like, okay, hey, girl. put on my flannel to do the drill. That's what I envision in my mind. Okay. Well, me on. <laughs> what? What are we doing today? We are doing... Besides being real butch. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I'm going to get a Home Depot after this. <laughs> we are doing Devil yeah. by M. Night Shyamalan. It's not by M. Night Shyamalan. Well, but... it was produced and written by him. Okay, but he didn't direct it or true. anything. But he wrote it, so... It's kind of I am. <laughs> Nobody says that when they're talking about it, though. But let's move on. Yeah, Devil. It's like about an elevator... It's an elevator movie. It's an elevator movie. We can't really go. We'll go into more. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Let's fun fact it. So Devil was released on September 17th of 2010. It has a really short runtime of an hour and 20 minutes. I love Thank it. you. Jesus. It moves fast. It, it does. Has, it's like, bam, let's just, let's do it. We're not going to stop. No. Just keep going. On and on. Life's flickering. Bam. People yes. dying. Bam. Like, it's it's great. Um, it was produced by M. Night Shyamalan and Sam Mercer. And written by Brian Nelson and M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it has a Rotten Tomato tomato meter score of 49% and an audience score of 43%. Honestly, to me, that's a little low. It is a little low. Like, I don't think it was that bad. Some of the movies that we've done before with high-ass scores, I'm like, Way worse. Mm, really? I have a, a soft spot for this movie. Why? I don't know. I've seen it like three or four or five times. It never gets old to me. Like I've seen it multiple times. It's still enjoyable. Cass watched this one with me. I think she actually liked it. Mm, yay. We're slowly getting Gosh, her she's to be a horror, horror freak. Side. So in, in due time, it is, it stars Chris Messina and he is detective Bowden. Um, he was in, I care a lot. The center. It's a TV show. And the Mindy project is a TV show. Um, and Vicky Cristina Barcelona. No, he was in Vicky Cristina. Barcelona. I didn't either. I really liked that movie. I haven't seen it in a long, long, long time, but I liked it too. when I saw it. Oh, it's been years since I've seen yeah. it. But I remember like, cause I was in my twenties. 
Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, this is so sexy. Yeah, everybody yeah. thought it was like really sexy. I thought when it was it so out. fucking sexy. Doesn't I have, like, never Scar forget. Jo and Penelope Cruz in and it. And Javier. Yeah. yeah. I remember I was sitting at home watching this. Like, I had some wine. Mm. I was like, oh. Hmm. You were thinking some thoughts. Yes. It also has Bokeem Woodbine, and he's the guard in mm. the movie, and he's in Fargo, the TV series, Riddick, Soul Food, and The Sopranos. Okay. Quite a wide range. Right, Bokeem. Okay. A little milk dud is what I call him. <laughs> he does look like a milk dud. He does. He I does. have nicknames for everybody because nobody has Me, a name. I know. Me. So do I. <laughs> then we have Jenny O'Hara as the old woman. She was in Chicago Fire, The Good Doctor, Big Love, Boston Legal. Okay. She's honestly been around for like a million years. So she's yeah. done a she's bunch of TV stuff. Jeffrey Arin. Sure. I don't yeah. Know. And he's the salesman. He was on Greek, the TV show, was which, he? you know, I know. I don't remember, I don't remember him, him either. Okay. Which Megan and I love. Law and Order, Super Troopers. Super Troopers is funny. And he was married to Christina Hendricks, mm -hmm. which burns me up inside. I can see why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you? You got Christina? He must have a wonderful personality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like a humongous dick. Yeah, either one. Or Maybe both. both. Maybe both. Maybe he throws it down and he's really pleasant to be around. He must. I don't know. He's not hideous. No. He's just he's quirky just like, looking. He is. And she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Like, it's just, it is a bit of a beauty in the beast. She's like the epitome of that curvy, mm, hourglass, goddess. beautiful yes. figure. Yeah. You know, I was talking about her to Cass and Cass was like, I don't think she's pretty. I was like, how can you look at her and say she's not pretty? Right. Even if right. You're, that she's not your type, no, you could still be like, she's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> she's like, I actually think she's unattractive. What? Like, unattractive? Does that make you feel a bit of a way? Wow. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> shit, if she thinks Christina Hendricks is unattractive, like. But she thinks you're attractive. So do you feel like, am I the <laughs> am, I, am I the drama? <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> Let's just move on. Move on. Um, Bill Hannah. Nova Kovic and sure. she is the young woman and she was in Seven Pounds Shameless the TV show and the movie I Tanya I Tanya yeah okay I've seen many of these things Me too. all these people have been I in but I don't remember, remember these characters any of these people I, I remember old dude from Soul Food though I don't I remember him from maybe Riddick mm. I have not seen The Sopranos, so I could not speak on that. I started the first episode not too long ago, but then it seemed like such an undertaking. I got mm -hmm, overwhelmed and mm -hmm. I stopped. You know, I just don't like mafia shit. Oh my God, you you're so lame. About the mafia. I know, I love the mafia. <laughs> if I could be in it, I would. I know you would. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Logan Marshall Green, and he's the mechanic. He um, was in the movie or the TV show, TV series, When They See Us. Um, he was in the movie yeah. Prometheus. Uh, the OC and 24. He looks super familiar to me, and I have not seen any of those it's things. It's because he, he looks like a great value Tom Hardy. Maybe that's what that it is. That is exactly what it is. Just, I'm like, why do I know him? But I've not seen mm -hmm. any of the shit you just he listed. He just looks like a Sam's Club Tom he Hardy. Does, he does have a bit of a Sam's Club vibe. He does. On. I mean, it's not bad because, no. I mean, anything that's close to Tom Hardy is going to be good looking. Tom Hardy is such an oddball. Yes. He's odd looking to me too like sometimes you're like oh he's handsome and sometimes you're like ew <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 
A couple of fun facts about the film. The annoying elevator music that plays on a repeated loop is a song called Don't, Don't Sit, Sit Under, Under the, the Apple, Apple Tree. Tree with anyone else but me. Is you that real? That? No. Oh. It's like super famous. I think oh, the Andrew Sisters, is that who it is, did that back in like the teens or 20s oh, or 30s okay. or whenever they were alive doing shit. Right. 40s, 50s. I don't remember. I'm going to have to back put it on. Yeah, white people shit. Yeah. <laughs> real white girl shit. <laughs> All five characters who get on the elevator have on the color red. They have that in common. Yes. The mechanic's satchel, the old woman's hair, the young woman's nails, the insignia on the guard's uniform, and the salesman's tie are all red. Okay, okay, okay. Red for the dev. Hmm? Red for the dev. Red. <laughs> the opening scripture quotation is listed as Peter 5.8, but there's no such book in the Bible. It should be 1 Peter 5. I have this in my notes for Do the you? movie. Yeah, because when it popped up, I was like, there's still... I paused it because I'm like, there's no Peter. And I had to Google it to make sure I was right because you know how I love to be right mm-hmm. about things. And I was right. Oh, so I didn't know. I didn't put that down because I'm it's like, Peter's, oh, it's just the Bible's first. So it's I Peter's can... first letter to the apostles and they call it First Peter for short. Oh, uh, not Peter. No. Hmm. There is no such thing as like the book of Peter. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. I was like, oh, Bible first. I don't know why I know this information because I'm not like hugely religious. <laughs> I did go to um, confirmation class, though, for a year. Okay. So don't fuck with me. Don't, don't fuck with my Bible knowledge. <laughs> we just talked about Matthew. We didn't do any of the other books. I cannot help you on any of the other shit. All right. This came out in 2010. Let's talk about 2010. Kim has world-changing event. Instagram became available, and also the iPad tablet was Shit, released. what a time to be alive. We were. The top song. Give it to me, Kim. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Don't stop, make it pop. DJ, turn the speakers uh-oh. up. I can't remember all the words. Uh-oh. Um, uh-oh. TikTok by Kesha. Jesse James, that dumb motherfucker. I don't even know what he's doing with his life now. Cheating he lives in Sandra. Dripping Springs. Texas. Yeah, he lives near one of my friends. Ew. Yeah. He was so greasy. I don't Ugh. know what she saw in him. I don't either. And how do you cheat on Sandra Bullock? Okay, America's sweetheart. Really? What's wrong with you? Most popular TV shows. American Idol. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> NBC Sunday Night Football. Do you want to sing the Sunday Night? Okay. <laughs> the Voice. No, nothing. I don't know what the Voice. Okay. This is the Voice. There you go. Modern Family. Not a clue. Neither. Speaking of American Idol. So the other night I couldn't sleep. I had taken a sleeping pill, and I was kind of in that in between stage, and I was like, I wonder what my favorite American Idol people are doing now. So then I watched. Did you a immediately bo- look up Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked up Clay Aiken first, and he's oh. running from like for city council of wherever he lives. He's been in some form of government, I think. Yeah. And then I looked up his one of his performances that I loved, and then I googled it. it was like 19 years ago, so I felt ancient. Mm. And I was about As to DM should. him on Twitter, like, "Hey, like this song Girl, I'm old too. changed my life," but I didn't. I went to sleep. I really feel like you should have. I should have, but I'm. I'm very glad that I could wake up the next day and say I did not DM Clay Aiken. And you're high, stupid yes. from your sleeping yeah. pill. That would have been amazing because it wouldn't have made any sense either. Like <laughs> no. Clay, what's up? I love you. <laughs> so many spelling errors. Ruben should have fucking lost. <laughs> R.I.P. I was mad as shit when you lost because I was. I was like, I'm never watching this show again. <laughs> I never watched it. I got well, as you can clearly see, I, I got kind of somebody loved it over there. <laughs> 
so much. I don't recall this about you. Mm. This must have been pre you and I. Yeah, it was because I don't I don't know this information. I was obsessed. Wow. Him, Adam Lambert. I do. I still love me some Adam Lambert. His um, rendition of Mad World on American Idol is one of the best things I've ever seen on American Idol. But he, you know, he's the lead singer for Queen now, mm-hmm. and there's like a a documentary on Netflix, maybe really good i will watch it okay so on january 12th 2010 a 7.0 magnitude earthquake devastated haiti yeah it killed more than 230,000 people Jesus. and destroyed the nation's infrastructure when i read this when i was opening up shit before you got here i read that and i was like that can't be right kim put a typo here so i went and googled it and i was like oh my god oh, it's right shit. yeah it was i had no idea okay and lastly time magazine announced facebook founder mark zuckerberg is its person of the year mark there's something about him that just rubs me the wrong way yeah he he looks kind of squirrely <laughs> maybe that's it yeah he does look squirrely no it's, i don't know i just think he has too much power maybe that's it i don't know i just there's something about him that same I, with like elon musk I, I look at him and i'm like mm, you're gonna kill us all you're gonna will. invent something that's gonna fucking kill us sure. it's gonna be some black t- mirror type mm, shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's fine He's going to force us all to get, like, Teslas, and then there'll be self-driving cars, and then they'll all murder us. Yeah, they'll rise up like fucking Autobots right. from Wasn't Transformers. There, was it a Black Mirror episode where the self-driving car, like, kills that man? There's a, some movie or something I saw where the guy has a self-driving car, and it, like, locks him in the... It locks him, and he can't get out, and then it just starts, like, Christine? wrecking shit. No, it's not Christine. <laughs> <laughs> that was... It's like modern. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't play a jaunty tune. No. It should have. Would have been better, probably. I'll have to see if I can find out that movie. Okay. You ready to get into this? Let's do it. My first, very first note on my notes says, oh, it's rated PG-13. I feel like Kim's going to hate this. <laughs> yeah, I hate PG-13 horror movies because they don't really give you a lot. This is giving us something. But it does. It gives more than what I thought it was. So, so. we start with the Bible verse. This That's is not a Bible verse. <laughs> right. It is a Bible verse. They just have the book wrong. Ah, uh, okay. Got it's it, a got real it. Bible verse. So the the verse is, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. It's mm. a little. Yeah. Mm. Okay, devil. Okay, you devil, devil devour me. Okay. <sighs> My notes say, do a bit of research, movie. <laughs> And it I took have, me one second to, to verify this. I was like, there's text on screen. I know Megan is going to write it down, so I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> what are you going to do if one day I'm just like, I know Kim will take care of that. I'm like, oh, well. If you're, on, if you're watching this on Amazon Prime, as I was, I'm sure you were, mm-hmm. um, if you pause it here to write down the quote, as I did, Amazon will tell you that this is a mistake. It'll tell you about oh, really? the first Peter Goof. Mm-hmm. Huh. My notes say, literally 14 seconds in and already fucking up. I'm fucking up. So now we get a narrator come on. He tells us that when he was a kid, his mom used to tell him a story. <laughs> really fucked up story. Yeah, it's a little like intense for right. a small child. Yeah. yeah, And it was about the devil and the devil like roamed the earth. And he sometimes would just pop into human form so he could punish the damned on earth before just taking their souls. Because he likes a good laugh. He does. You know, he's like tee hee. He loves a jaunty tune and he yeah. loves a good laugh. Right. I like my vision of this. It's like mom like sitting by the bed like... So sometimes the devil comes to earth. He can be disguised as literally anyone. It could be me. It could be your dad. It could be your cousin. Who knows? And, and then he, he gathers some folks. He kills them all. And then he just goes back to hell. Have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> good night, sweetie. Sleep well. <laughs> you want me to leave a nightlight on or are you good? Okay. I'm just going to turn it off. I'm going to save power. <laughs> Bye. 
Yeah, so he tells us the devil would gather the chosen few together and they would be tortured as he hid among them, pretending to be one of them. This is setting us up for what we're about to find, have, 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 have happened. I can't exactly. say it. Exactly. Ha- Remix. <laughs> ha- 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 DJ Khaled. <laughs> and now guess what, motherfucker? Guess what? Guess what we got? It's An aerial, aerial shot. Of course it is. But it's upside down. They're making it different yeah they're being fancy so we're flying over philly we're seeing the sights we're taking a quick just pass through the liberty bell area and all that shit in case you wanted to see it but didn't actually need to see it you probably only recognize this if you're from pennsylvania or maybe study american history or watch the movie um with the great nicholas cage Mm. um what's that movie what movie which one the declaration of independence one yeah what's it called i can't think of it this is sad because i love this movie me too i was literally just talking about my phone National treasure. Yes, yes. Okay, my bad. Didn't have to Google. This old brain of mine. For real, don't want to do any work. You didn't warn me that like the closer I got to forty, the more shit I would start to forget. Once you're past (laughs) forty. Okay, so we zoom in over a building. It's this really huge, big glass building. And we fly down to a vent and inside the elevator shaft. We're just like popping around in there. We pop out of some doors. And then the narrator's back. And he's like, My mother's story would always begin the same way. With a suicide. Paving the way for the devil's arrival. This mom was really a fucking downer. She's dark. Yeah, she's dark. This <laughs> is me as a parent. Yeah, it is you. I just picture you in Maddox's room being like, hey, so. so quick story. That was the suicide. <laughs> him being like, oh. <laughs> Poor little guy. And the suicide paves the way for the devil's arrival. And it always ends with the death of all those that are hanging out with the devil in that little meeting. So we see a janitor and he's like buffing the floor. Yeah, with his headphones on. He's rocking out. He's he doesn't have out. time. And then through the, like the windows behind him, we see this body fall from the sky and hits this big bread truck behind there. And the janitor doesn't notice because he's, he's oblivious. He's got those headphones. Those what do you think he's listening headphones. to? Hmm. Something like this old man 2000. shit. Yeah. 2010. But he's like 80. Oh, yeah. So maybe like the temptations or something. For sure. For sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with that. It's just my imagination mm. once again. Running away with me. Okay, sorry. So we're now with two guys. And one is Detective Bowden, and the other doesn't matter because he's only in this movie for this moment. I don't know his name. I don't care. I don't know either. It's his sponsor, right? right? Yeah. So the other guy is telling Bowden, like, he needs to try and forgive. We don't really know why at this moment in time. And then, ooh, he brought Jesus into it. Quickly. Right into Jesus. And Bowden's like, that's cute. But, like, when I think about the guy who killed my fam, I really just can't get down with Jesus, mm-hmm. guy. I'm like, this is this is starting off with some several punches. Bleak. It's bleak it's right very away. bleak. We got the mother of the year telling horrid <laughs> bedtime stories, a suicide, and now like the murder of his family also alcoholism yeah so it's a lot it's a lot happening and we're like three minutes into the movie (laughs) the other guy's like just keep an open mind you know last minute you may want to believe in something if you're on death's door and i'm like everybody on death's door want to believe in something you're about to die oh it's that famous saying there's no you can't find any atheists in foxholes yeah and i'm like i would like to think that at the end i'm still going to stick to my beliefs Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to see. I would say let me know, but you'll be dead. You won't be able to. I'll come back for you. Thank you. Just write me a message. (laughs) On your window. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, hell fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking sucks down here. Go to church, bitch. You should really write that pole down. Like, that's true. Like, I'll give a lap dance to the devil if he gives me some AC. Oh, God. It'd be so hot. You might like that, but you know I can't live with that kind of shit. Yeah, you can't do it. So you better. Luckily, I'm Lutheran, so I'm going straight up. Oh, nice. 
I was baptized. So just it's a one way ticket up. Really? <laughs> you don't have to like. Mm-mm, no. Not when you're Lutheran. I'm no. not Catholic. I don't have to do all that shit. Okay, I'm gonna be Lutheran then. Yeah, just, just get baptized just in case. Yeah. And then like I'm yeah. Yeah, just then do your own thing. Perfect. Whatever you want. Nice. Real easy. Real easy. So now Bowden's at the crime scene. I probably will call him B because I just don't like to type out his whole name. And it's the suicide that we saw at the beginning. He pops up on the truck and we see the dead man's hand. He's holding a rosary. So he was a Catholic. Mm-hmm. And then B and the other detective, his partner, whose name I never wrote down. Markowitz. Okay. (laughs) Are looking around from where the guy jumped from. Because the truck is like parked in front of this two, three story Mm -hmm. building. And they're like, there's no way he hit the truck this hard from this from, from this little up. building like it just it's not possible and they're like it's not like he wasn't thrown because like you don't usually grab a rosary when you're right. trying to like when you're getting thrown out of a window so they're so. looking around like where could he have come from and Bowden is like he definitely came from this humongous building up the street and the other detectives like girl no he did not <laughs> but we move on to that building and we see this guy he's milling around outside he's got a little bag with him and the guy in the suit walks past mm-hmm. him and goes into the building and so the guy outside is the mechanic, mechanic. and great value Tom Hardy. Great value. I have a nickname for all. I mean, I have called him Chad. Chad. Because huh. he's white mm. as mm-hmm. hell, like yeah. real white. Yeah, military white. Right. So Chad seemed like the right name for him. I don't know what his name is in the movie. I think it might be Tony, but we're calling him Tony. Chad. It's Tony. I don't care what his name is. He's Chad. So mechanic. just keep it simple. <laughs> and the guy in the suit, I've called Steve because it's just a generic white man name. I call him Suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to the other nicknames in the moment. They're not as great as Chad and Steve. We'll, we'll get there. So the guy in the suit walked in and we saw that. And he is like really rude to the guards who, you know, were there trying to get people to sign in before they enter the building and stuff. And the guard tells his friend that he's going to take some mail up to the 39th floor and he's going to take the stairs because he doesn't like elevators. And the other guard's like, you're stupid. Get on the yeah, fucking get on elevator. The elevator. Worst advice ever. Yeah, I should have definitely taken the stairs. Taken the stairs. The 39 flights. I would never walk up 39 never. flights. <laughs> when I used to work at the other building, I worked before. My old job, I we worked on the ninth floor. Mm-hmm. And one time, I think it was during the bomb threat. Anyway, the power, they had turned the elevators off so nobody could get on. And we had to walk down the stairs. And then we had to walk back up the stairs to get back into the office. And I almost died. <laughs> like, I almost died in the, like, eight floors we had to get, or ten floors we had to walk up to get to our car after Hamilton. Yeah. It was rough. I'm on. I'm not in shape for that. I'm on the 13th floor of my office. And I've done it once, taking the stairs. I'm like, Whew. 39 flights? No, I'm on the 13th. I know, but I'm oh, just saying this, this yeah. guy. It's too much. It's Also, you know this is the building where the stairs go, and then they turn, and they go again. And that's one, yeah. quote unquote, flight, which is really, in my mind, two flights. <laughs> so really, you're doing like almost fucking 80 flights of stairs. But you know, when we were in the Northeast, we went to that lighthouse or that monument in uh, Provincetown. And I forget how many, like, I think it was 150 feet or something. We just climbed up. Bunch of stairs. No, thank you. No, like, thank I don't know that I really want to see the top of anything bad enough. When I was in high school, we went to New York. And my mom came as one of the chaperones. And we went to the Statue of Liberty. And mm-hmm. this is when it's still open. You can walk up to the top. Mm. I don't know if it is anymore. But I it was at that so. point. And one of the girls on the trip had had a dislocated knee or something. So she had a big knee brace on. She couldn't walk upstairs. So she couldn't go up to the top. Aww. And I was like, I'll stay down here with her to be a nice <laughs> friend. Really, I just really, did not want to walk up all go. the stairs. Mm-hmm. Got it. My mom was like, I can't believe you're missing this opportunity. I was like, oh. I'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Do you regret it? Not at all. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. So we see, so the guard does get on the elevator. He's in there with the guy in the suit. And then we see an old woman and she gets on too. Then we also see a younger woman who's signing in and there's just a lot going on. This is everybody getting on the elevator. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Here's who we got. Here's my nicknames for everybody. Here's what I'm going to be calling them the rest of this episode. We got Steve, the man in the suit. Okay. We got the fancy ice queen lady. I'm going to call her Sylvia because she just looks like a Sylvia to me. The old lady? No, the young the lady. Young lady i call her karen she has a bit of a like a old-fashioned look to her like she would have an old-fashioned name so i'm calling her sylvia the guard i'm gonna call gary for guardian gary guardian gary and then the old lady i'm calling her lucy lucy like lucille or lucy for short loose loose i have another reason why i'm calling her that but for now she's the same reason i call lucy lucy So, and don't forget Chad. So they all get on. Chad is the last to get on. He's like, hold the door. And Steve is like, oh, my bad. This is the kind of shit I do, too. Oh, I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While I'm pressing that door close right. button. But Chad sticks his hand out and he gets on the elevator. So we got five folks on yes. the elevator. Okay. And Steve decides he wants to check out Sylvia's ass. He's like, nice ass. Mm, he's so stupid. Lucy notices and she disapproves. She's very disapproving. Oh, of everything. Time. She hates everything and everyone yes. in this elevator. She's a crotchety old lady. He's just like, my bad. And the elevator music is going off. So there's this huge, loud jerk, and the elevator stops. This no. startled yeah. me. Yeah. Everyone's like, um, okay, this is weird. So, Not gonna panic. The guard, of course, is like, I should have taken the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> should have. So in the security office, we have two, like, guard people. Yeah. I call this their room at the command center, and it's Ramirez and yes. Old Man. His name is Lustig. Lustig? Okay. I actually have their names. Okay. Don't ask me why. So Lustig is there. He's watching hockey. He's not doing this job. And Ramirez comes in with some coffee. And he's the one who notices that this elevator our friends are in is in inspection mode. So they call Dwight the maintenance man. Dwight seems to be the only maintenance man in this humongous building, which just got a lot of responsibility. Just doesn't seem legit. I hope his paycheck reflects the work that he's done. I worked in a building that was 10 stories and we had more than one maintenance man. This building is at least 45 stories. Like I'm saying, they better be paying my man Dwight. So Dwight's up on 35 fixing the broken window and they're like, girl, we got a broken elevator. And he's like, are you (sighs) sure? Dwight, I think they would know. They're looking at it. Dwight's like, I'm only one man. But Dwight's like, cool, I'll go check it out. In the elevator, Gary is just pressing buttons. It doesn't work. It does nothing, Gary. But he's pressing them. Nothing's happening. And Lucy goes, don't you have some procedures? Yeah, like, don't you have a walkie-talkie She's or something? She's real condescending. Yeah. He's like, I left my walkie-talkie at the desk. Also, like, I'm a temp and I just fucking started, so. I don't know shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> So Steve in the suit tells him to hit the emergency button. And so he does. And the alarm starts ringing. And now Lucy is harping on that alarm and how loud it is and how much BS this is. And Gary's like, can you just shut up? Yep, just pretty like, much. Shut the fuck up. So Lustig, the security officer, he comes on the intercom. and He's like, y'all just need to hang out. Just we're going to have it fixed. Don't worry. This is when we find out that Lustig can talk to them, but he, but can't, he can't hear, hear what they're saying. He can see them on the little video yes, they have. And but he, he can can't talk to them. But... Hear them. And Chad goes, I got to be somewhere. Girl, yep, don't they don't all everyone... have to be somewhere? 
Yeah, he's a, he looks super stressed too, my little mechanic. He's like sweaty already, and nothing's going on really. Gary tries to make a call. His phone's not working. Sylvia- on his razor, his Motorola. <laughs> his phones are also old <laughs> Sylvia has like one bar, so she is a little like. Mm. But you can use my phone. Yeah. He tried. He he manages to make a call and he gets someone, but they can't hear him talking. So he just hangs up. And he's like, fuck it. Because he wanted to call his job and be like, I'm stuck in the elevator. Mm-hmm. So they don't fire him. But after like minimal effort, he's like, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> fuck that job. So the music had stopped, but it starts back up. And it's don't sit under the apple tree with Sales guy, Mr. Suit. Me. He is digging the elevator anyone music. Me. No, no, no. He's, he's just like Megan. He's he's jamming out. He's like, oh, this like is The song fun. is kind of a bop. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Um, yeah, he's singing along. And Gary, Gary looks stressed. We don't know yet what Gary's problem is. I'll go ahead and tell you just so you can fully understand what he's stressed about. He's claustrophobic. Yeah. So this is literally the worst place for him to be. Right. Besides like an MRI. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Outside, we see that a storm is blowing in. And I'm like, sweet. I Here love we a good go. storm. It's, it's sinister as shit. Oh, it's a really good one. It's yeah, dark. It is. It looks Lightning. like the end of a roll, so that's cool. I am cool. living for it. Up on the roof, Dwight pops out of some door, and he almost dies chasing his stupid yes. hat off that blew off his head. Dwight, I'm... Dwight. Dwight. Like... Dwight. Exactly. <laughs> Sir. Sir. Back on the ground, Bowden and his park partner, what is his name? Markowitz. They're still walking over to the... M. Okay. They're still walking over to the building. And this is like a nice stroll. They're not in a hurry. No, at all. Emma's like, I'm proud of you for dating again, you know, <laughs> after what happened. Bowen's like, I've been sober for 90 days. So it's very conversational. They're just catching up on their not life. In a hurry. Yes. Yeah. This is the speed that I prefer to walk at also. <laughs> so I'm not mad at this. I like a stroll. A stroll. I like to just get there in my own time. No worry. They're, you know, actively working on an investigation. That's it's not important, Kim. <laughs> they need to talk about their lives. They need to catch up. So B steps on some glass and we see a guy sweeping it up. And they're like, is there a broken window? And the guy's like, yeah, for yeah. sure. Why? That's why I'm sweeping up glass, homie. And B's like, stop sweeping. This is a this crime, crime scene. Now, yeah, now they want to get the <laughs> Stop it. Now he's a policeman. And then him and M almost get murdered. Yeah. A piece of glass glass. falls right down. It's like a large piece of glass. The window is all gone. So where did this piece of glass I don't know where this rando hunk of glass. It looks like the fucking iceberg that sunk the Titanic. Okay. It's humongous. (laughs) (laughs) So our narrator's back. And he's like, back to my mom's story. Innocent people always die like they're just trying to help out and be helpful but they always die and then we see dwight in the elevator and i'm like right oh yeah here we go (laughs) like again the story that his mother has given him so wonderful bedtime story innocent people they die too like these poor souls they try to help out but they don't really know what they're dealing with so but also like that could be you because you never know (laughs) there's just no way of knowing great life lesson like if you try to help out you could die maybe just don't help anyone but also don't be a bad person right by not helping people. It's so lot. it's a bit of a catch-22. It is. What a conundrum. So inside the elevator, Steve is still being an asshole. That's just his whole personality It's his whole vibe. So Lustig comes on. He tells them they're going to cut the lights for just a moment. And the lights go out. And in the dark, Lucy is like, get off of me. And everybody's yelling. And then the power comes back on. And Gary is stressed. And this is when we find out about his claustrophobia yeah. and how he was locked in the trunk as a kid. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Like, we don't get a lot of background <laughs> on that. Mm-mm. It's just like, I was locked in the trunk once. So, like, I hate the tight spaces. No one asked to follow up. No. <laughs> they're just like mm. everybody's like that makes wow sense. that sucks yeah 
<laughs> no wonder. Okay. So Chaz is trying to like mess with the light in the ceiling and he opens up the safety shaft that's really there for people from the outside to yeah. get in and help you so that Gary can get some fresh air. Yeah, it makes him feel a little helpful. better. Yeah. Dwight, he calls the little office, the command center where Ramirez and Lustig are. And he's like, is it working? And they go, no, girl, it's not. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to go to the basement then because nothing up here is wrong. Uh-oh. Whenever someone has to go to the basement, it's, it's never, never good. good. It's never good. This building has a lot of critters in it. It does. It's odd, the amount. It just makes me wonder, are there critters like this in all office buildings? Oof, probably. I don't like it at all. So we're back in the command center and Lustig tells Ramirez that the broken window up on 35, that's where they think that man jumped from and committed suicide. Ding, ding. That we we all heard about earlier in the day because, you know, he's on top of a bread truck out there. Clutching a rosary. (laughs) He then tells the elevator people it's going to be just a few minutes and they're all like, sure. Steve decides this is the perfect time to give Lucy his business card and he starts talking about some mattresses. Yes, because he's like, when you're going to get out of here, uh, you're going to need a good rest. Can't knock the hustle, but like also, sir. It's not the time. Not the time, not not the the right time. Mm -mm. Everybody is irritated with him. And then the music comes back on and they're all like, motherfucker. (laughs) Here's his music. So suddenly, Sylvia, out of nowhere, is like, how dare you touch my ass? And Steve's like, I I, I didn't. What do you mean? We didn't see it, so we have no idea if he did or didn't. He, of course, probably did. The lights start blinking again. Listen, the lights flash more in this movie than in Lights Out, which is just about the lights going out. So, like, what the fuck? It's there's a lot of disco parties that start oh, to happen. God, like if you have a like epilepsy, you in for some danger no. here. Don't watch this movie because there's a lot of light flashing. Is all I'm saying. So Lustig radios to White. He's like, "Are you messing with something? The lights the are lights blinking. keep going off and on." And Dwight's like, "Nah, dog. I one, I can't do that. And two, I'm literally like in the stairwell. Yeah, I don't know what you want from me." He makes it to the basement and he tells Lustig, he's press some buttons. He's like, what about now? No, like, he no. pulls some like lever that doesn't do shit. Doesn't do shit. And he's like, well, my only other option is like rappel down from the roof into the elevator shaft and reset it manually. And Lustig's like, perfect. Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. ASAP. And Dwight's just like, cool. Is this in your like contract? No, Dwight. I would not volunteer for this. Girl. <laughs> You're going to rappel down the shaft from the roof. Nope. You have no idea what floor that elevator is stuck on. Absolutely not. He's on like a wooden bench swing. (laughs) No one's there assisting him. It's just him. By himself. It's just a big no. So... Meanwhile, Ramirez is watching the screen. And he sees this weird flash of like a face. And he's freaked out. He's shook. And before Dwight leaves the basement, he hears a noise. So he's like, let me go check this action out. And y'all, it's it's a raccoon. It's a, yeah. It's a critter, big one. It's critter number one. First, I'm stupid. And I, I realize that I'm stupid. Like, I recognize this. But I had no idea that raccoons were just hanging out in the city like this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, where is your home, Mr. Raccoon? Inside this building. Ricky? Ricky. Ricky the raccoon. Where are your fam? Like, there's raccoons around where I live, but we have trees and shit. I think raccoons are so fucking cute. They're so, like, full of rabies. Yeah. They yeah, gross yeah. me out. They, honestly, I'm a little scared of raccoons. I'm scared of possums. Me too. When I lived in my old po- apartment when I first moved to Houston, I came home one night. It was dark. It was late, too, because we've been out probably at Midtown. Mm-hmm. And I pull into where I need to park my car, and there's this humongous raccoon walking. I had to stay in the car until I disappeared. <laughs> like, I was terrified. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have stayed in, too. I think it, they're cute. Y'all, but. it was so big. The thing had to weigh 50 pounds mm-hmm. if it weighed a pound. It was humongous. 50-pound raccoon? It was fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. I'd never seen a bigger raccoon a in my raccoon? life. I swear to God, I did. Okay. Wow, wow. 
I've never seen a bigger raccoon in my life. Mm, it was okay. huge. The thing was fat as hell. It was obviously living good on the trash mm-hmm. in that complex. Oh, trash panda. One time, I was sitting on my balcony, same apartment, and across like the parking lot, it's like 15 feet away from me on the fence, a possum walked. Mm. I had to go in. Yeah. I was too scared. <laughs> we used to get possums in our backyard at the old place a bunch. Mm. And... Mm-hmm. <sighs> They're creepy. I know they're good for the environment. Yes. And like, I want to be here for them. But why they got to look so scary? Right. Keep it, maybe look more friendly like the raccoon and people wouldn't be so terrified of you. Exactly. So he sees the raccoon. He tries to chase it off. And right then, like an elevator seems to fall down out of nowhere and almost kill him. I mean. So this is his second near death. Like, is that how fast elevators descend? Because I really don't think so. That was real fast. (laughs) Back in the elevator, the lights go out again. They hear, it was like rumbling. Yeah, grumbling, tussling. Maybe some slapping. I don't know. It's like a bunch of noise. And they come back on, they go out. And then when they finally come back on, Sylvia's on the ground. She's bleeding. Yeah, and she has like this big bite looking thing on their back. And it's Chad, bad. It's Chad actually tries a pretty to communicate cut. with the office, and they finally realize that somebody should turn that music off. Yeah, he's like, oh my God, turn off this fucking music. And they want to know what happened to Sylvia. What happened to her? <laughs> Uh, it, it feels like something bit me. They're trying to see if anybody has anything sharp on them, and Gary's like, Steve. Why you got blood on you, man? Why you got all that blood on your coat? Because mm-hmm. he was trying to, like, cover it up. Be covert. Mm, sketchy. And he's like, she fell into me. I didn't do anything. And Chad immediately is like, let's search you. Mm-hmm. Your pockets, he's everything. Like, for a serrated knife. Very specific. He's like, you don't mind, do you? And Steve's like, I kind of do mind, Yeah, actually. How could you not? But everybody gangs up on him, so he's fine. Like, fine, fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> oh. I was looking at my notes. And the the off the guard, what do you call him, Gary? Gary. At one point, he was like, give me another reason to beat your ass, because he's acting all sketchy. But I forgot the B, apparently, when I was typing. So in my notes, <laughs> it was like, give me another reason to eat your ass. Look, Gary has his preferences, okay? He knows what he likes, and he likes what he likes. Just give me a reason. Oh, I'm going to eat that ass so good. Yeah. You have to be that good. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh, Gary. All right. Gary. Get you some, okay. Gary. This has turned into a completely different movie. <laughs> yeah. This is like the porn the, version. <laughs> I was going to say the porn hub version. <sighs> Devil 69. <laughs> 6669. <laughs> Lustig asked Sylvia to show him on the camera what happened. So she turns around and shows him. They decided that we, they should call the police at this moment in time. Because somebody on there is an assaulter. Right. And we hear Bowden's radio go off. He's out there chatting with his lady friend. Mm-hmm. Not working again. I call her caffeinated hottie. Because <laughs> they have some coffee. They do. And they're chatting. And then his radio goes off. And it's something you know at the building that he's standing outside of. So he's like, we'll be there. Gotta go. This is actually real convenient. Ramirez is still trying to find that face that he saw on the tape. He's not worried about anything else. Not at all. He finds it. He finds it, though. He freezes that frame. And he grabs his little cross on his necklace. And he starts praying in Spanish. See it? Yeah, look, that's just... That's just grain in the image. That's, you know, it's a mistake. It's like when people see Jesus in a pancake or something. No, no, no. Es, esto... Esto es algo malo. Yeah, Ramirez. Ramirez, you're freaking me out. Come on. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, listen to me. 
We need to convey calm. These people are relying on us, okay? So stop this shit right now. He's like, Dios mio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, Dios he's mio. upset. He's upset. And he's praying. And Lustig is like, can you not? Because they've got more important things yeah. right now than the prayers. And we got to keep these people calm. And that's not keeping people calm. Chad and Gary are trying to pry open the doors from the inside, but they can't. And Steve would like to help, but Gary's like, no, thank sit you. Sit your creepy ass He's down. like, respectfully, go sit your creepy ass down. Because they have several seats, sir. <laughs> The detectives show up. It's B and M. B and O. That's inconvenient. Yikes. <laughs> oh, that's my brother's initials. Mm. <laughs> BM. BM. BGM. Nice. So they show up at the security office, and now they're all watching the video of the elevator. And B gets on the radio, and he tells them, look, guys, we're working to get you out. This is the cops. He would like all the info on the guard in there, Gary. And Ramirez is like, while you're looking at that info, can I show you this weird face? But Lustig's like, girl. I know. Ramirez like, tell him about the face. Lustig's like, girl, mm, keep that weird shit to yourself. Shut up about the face, like, you're embarrassing man. us. <laughs> this is a real I cop. I want to be a cop one day. <laughs> you should see the face. No. Which face? No, nothing. I saw a face. There's no... Tell him about the face. No, like, Ramirez is kind of religious. Just ignore him. Trust me. So B asked the group in the elevator to hold up their driver's license to the camera, but Lucy holds hers up and he can't read can't it. So he's it. like, nah, fuck it. So they're like, you know what? We'll check the sign-in log mm-hmm. and we'll figure out who the... We'll narrow it down by a process of elimination of every other person in this building... Who signed it? To figure out who these people yeah. are. And then he's also like, did something that why didn't Ramirez and Lustig do this before? He's like, hey, call the, I know y'all have a maintenance person, but like, call the makers of the elevator. Get <laughs> them here. like, that's a good idea, that's girl. Good. Yeah. And he's like, um, call the temp agency. This is find why out, you work in the right. security. <laughs> find okay. out who's on their staff. Also call the fire department. And they're all like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's great. <laughs> So we see on the little video that they're watching that the lights in the elevator are flashing again. Oh, here we go. Like the devil loves the disco. Is De- all I'm really? Like, a jaunty tune and a fucking rave. In the elevator, Sylvia is like, keep Steve away from me because I cannot deal with him. Can't do it. And then she has like a vision of everybody on the ground dead, Murdered, covered in blood. Covered in blood. And the lights go out. So that's yeah. upsetting for her probably. Yeah. Lots of thumping, lots of crashing. The mirror that's like in the back of the elevator, you know, when you get on, every elevator has a mirror back there. It explodes. There's noises. There's banging. Lights come back up. Sylvia's in the corner. And Steve got some glass sticking out of his neck and he is dying. Yes. Bone calls for backup. So Ramirez runs out of the office because he's like the only one in there, I think. And he's like, guys, there's something happening. I think you might want to look at this. And then come back in and it's dead Steve. So yeah, this is when B's like, guys, I need some backup. Yeah, this here. is a, a real murder. Some real, real murder shit real, here. Real murder shit. Some shit's going down. And at this point, Ramirez is like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. So. And he picks up Lustig's toast and jam that he was trying to enjoy. <laughs> How dare he, number one. And he throws it in the air and it lands jelly side down. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, oh, God. Oh, God. This is catastrophic. <laughs> not jelly side down. <laughs> this is so exaggerated. And not scientific at all. He was like, yeah, so like someone committed suicide. Now there's a woman that's hurt and a man that's dead. My fucking toast. Jelly, jelly side, side down. down. Catastrophic. When he is around the devil, everything goes badly. Yeah. Like, Toast falls jelly side down. The most important thing is the toast <laughs> falls jelly side down. Like, it's just everything goes wrong. Yeah. And Babies hit their heads on tables and jelly side down. I guess. This is when the devil takes human form and torments people on mm-hmm. earth. 
And we call it the devil's, the devil's meeting. meeting. He's like, you must consider that like one of these people in the elevator is probably the devil. Everybody's like, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? <laughs> oh, man is so embarrassed. He's like, girl. He's like, God damn, we'll never be cops. He keeps going. He's just really religious. He's <laughs> just really, really religious. <laughs> and B is like, is this a joke? Because like I'm busy with yeah. murders, like actual murders. <laughs> Don't give a fuck about your toast and jelly. He's like, look, I think Gary had something to do with it. He, he's got a rap sheet. They quickly have Gary's rap mm-hmm. sheet. Racist. Lots of assaults on there. Yeah, lots. He like beat someone unconscious with a baseball bat. Look, I mean, he was locked in a trunk at one point. Maybe he has so some he's PTSD. Had a hard life. Yeah, he's had a hard life. We don't know Gary's situation. We don't or know story. Gary's life. In the elevator, Lucy would like to know how the mirror broke, and Gary's like, "But also, why is there a cop here?" More importantly, and Chad goes, "He probably wants to know which one of us is the murderer." Chad. <laughs> Way to state the obvious, my, my friend. Yeah. And they all look at each other. And now here comes the fire brigade. The fire department is here. And Ramirez is back. And y'all, he's our narrator. He's been the narrator yes, this whole time. Is. And he's like, in the story, men always try to fight the devil with force. But y'all, it never works. It just doesn't work. Can't work. My mom said. <laughs> Mama told me. My mama said this would happen. <laughs> mama said it would be okay. <laughs> Mama said there'd be days like this. Mm-hmm. There'd be days like this. Mama said. Mama said. All right. B wants to see the body. So the rest of them all move to one side. And this is when Lustig is like, uh, B, the elevator company's out of business. So. Great. B sees a piece of paper in Steve's pocket. He's like, Chad, can you grab that and just show me um, on the camera what it is? And it's a letter from the Better Business Bureau who happens to have an office on the 35th mm-hmm. floor. And so Lustig and B head to the freight they elevator to check there. it and out. And they find out that suit's like actual name is fit something so they're like all right right we're gonna check this out majorly sketch soup sketch sylvia's like going into shock she's having a real problem because she's never seen a dead body and chad's like girl i've seen millions of dead bodies yeah. lying. it's not a big deal because i was in afghanistan i'm definitely a soldier like yeah and so like gary's like so like you're trained to kill people so that makes you suspect number yeah, one right. chad why did you bring why'd it you up? bring that shit up and chad's like i was in the marines oorah is that the marines he just <laughs> says oorah and i'm like is yeah that the marines Ooh, and so back on the 35th floor, guess who's up there? It's B's forensics hottie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm looking for the Better Business Bureau. But I was like, why are you here? And she's like, this is where the suicide guy jumped from. Bom, bom, bom. And she's like, guess what? There was this really weird note. You want? He left a note. You want to see what it says? And it like, ends yeah. with, I can hear the devil's footsteps draw near, which is a pretty ominous ending. Yeah, it is. And Bone's like, oh, this is the second reference to the devil I've heard today. Hmm. Just what a weird day. What a weird day. You want to go on a date later? Yeah, you want to... So the firemen are in the building. They're trying to open the doors. They're having a lot of trouble. In the elevator, Chad has decided he's going to climb up to the ce- the roof and see if he can just he fix can it fix it because you know he's a mechanic. He's a mechanic. He can do but it. He doesn't have any tools. No, on him, he's going to so. do it with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, raw. And this looks. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to give it the he's blue smolder it to stare. Death. What's that? The blue ice or from what is it? Blue, blue steel. steel. Blue steel. <laughs> the minute he gets up there, Sylvia's like, he's trying to escape. So Gary pulls him down. He wasn't. And he, he also wasn't. was like, guys, I'm going to get up here and see if I can yes. fix it. Yes. And when he got, when they pulled him down, he was like, yo, I literally told y'all what I was about to do. Like, and they're like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We don't want your help. Also, there's nowhere to go because they're in the elevator shaft. There's no like yeah. ladder. He was just going to check it out. Even but... if he got fully out, he'd just be up there hanging out on top of the elevator yeah. with nowhere to go. So Gary, calm your tits. At the Better Business Bureau, B. 
It's a lot of bees. B, 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 B. Is questioning this man about Steve. And at first, the guy's like, I don't want to talk about it. And also, I can't. But also, here's... With very All little profit, here's the tea. And he's like, Steve's the absolute worst. He he's started a, a Ponzi scheme. And B's like, I need a list of his victims immediately. Because one of them probably wants him dead. Yeah. Because apparently like, they lo- the people lost a shit ton of money. Like, some people committed suicide. They lost so much money. It was so. a big deal. Yeah. He's basically Ponzi himself. Yeah. Mr. Ponzi. <laughs> he's like LuLaRoe. <laughs> Chad tells Gary, why don't you just frisk me? Uh, you know, then we can make sure nobody yeah, has Yeah, we can all frisk each other. Exactly. So Gary does, and then Chad's going to frisk Gary. Back upstairs, B is decided. <laughs> Gary's going to eat someone's ass after this. <laughs> just real quick. <laughs> just He's real like quick. Chad leaning over. <laughs> Suit's dead. You're up. <laughs> Bowden has decided someone didn't sign in, and it's probably one of the victims of Steve's list. And Ramirez is like, girl, let me show you this devil face I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go with that bullshit again. B is not impressed. No, he's like, but I mean, look at this. I mean, everyone believes in the devil like a little bit, even those that pretend to not like you. Right. So at this point, B's like, let me show you something. And he pulls this note out of his wallet and it's from the person who killed his wife, which was a hit and run. And we hear it was out on Bethlehem yeah. Pike five years ago. And the note just says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. An apology note left at the site of a hit and run. My wife and son were killed out on Bethlehem Pike five years ago, but that's okay because whoever did it is sorry. This guy ruined my life, but at least he's sorry. Yeah. He's like, so like, we don't need the devil because people are fucked up. People are inherently cruel. So they're kind of watching the tapes back just to see what was happening in the elevator, like right before everything started to pop off, like before Steve died. And they see that Sylvia was in fact lying when she said Steve grabbed her ass because he didn't. He didn't. She acted like it. She did. So now they're a little... Sus mm-hmm. on her. We're back with Dwight, y'all. He's lowered himself on his little wooden swing down into the elevator shaft, and he's he's moving down. Everybody in the elevator is fighting again. Gary and Lucy are fighting about where Steve's dead legs yes, are. Yes, they are fighting like children because neither one of them wants to touch the body. I keep kicking his legs back and forth. <laughs> around, like, and she tries to mace him, but that yeah. mace is old as shit and broken. It's and from like the 80s, <laughs> and he quickly overpowered her. Yeah, Girl, like, give me are that. Are you me right now? You're ancient. Old Lustig tries to radio Dwight, and Dwight's like, I can't. I'm busy. <laughs> also, I can't give in. Because I can't get far enough down. The rope doesn't extend that far. It seems like Lustig can't really hear him. Like they're having a communication issue. And then some birds just fly in out of nowhere. There's some more damn creatures. Just critters. And they scare him and he falls backwards. He doesn't fall because he's like kind of attached to that swing. But he falls back. But unfortunately, the little, what is it called? A carbachon? Mm-hmm. Is is breaking and it just doesn't look good for old Dwight is all I'm saying. In the elevator, Gary, this is when he's like, girl, this mace is old as shit, like mm-hmm. old as you are. Chad is like, Gary, maybe just take it down a notch. It's not that serious. Let's all just chill out. He's like, she tried to mace me. He's like, well, she's scared, man. Like, no. Gaslighter. You know, she's only scared for one reason and we all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Racist old bitch. bitch. Anyway, bam, out of nowhere, something falls on top of the cab and I'm like, wonder what yeah. I <laughs> Yeah, it's Dwight. 
Mm-hmm. R.I.P. So they hear like a radio and it's Lustig. Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. And they're all like, oh shit, like someone's here. They're helping us. Thank uh-huh. God. Thank goodness. We're about to be free. But then they suddenly see this blood stain that mm. starts spreading from the ceiling and yeah. they're like, mm. motherfucker, here we go again. Chad, I guess when Dwight hit, he closed the little thing that Chad had opened mm-hmm. up. He tries to open it, but Dwight's on top. He can't open it. He can't it. reach it. Or yeah, he can't open it. He can't open it. And Lustig is still calling for Dwight. So B goes up to the roof to see he looks down he's like yeah Dwight's straight up dead yeah (laughs) he's like he fell and is impaled so sorry R.I.P. and the people in the elevator can hear this because they're on the radio and he's like, um, guys, I think they can hear us. Let's just switch channels real quick. Like not not even trying to hide the fact that they're trying to hide everything from them. So they found three names for the people in the elevators. They think Lucy, her name is Jane. Jane Kowalski or Jane... Kowski, Kowalski, something like that. But they haven't figured out who Chad is. So they know, obviously they know who Gary is. They've figured out who Steve is. His Mm -hmm. name is Vince. Um, They think Lucy is Jane. And I think they've also determined Sylvia's name. I can't remember her name. They go back to watch videos of the lobby to see when all these people came in so they can figure out when they signed in. And they see old Lucy stealing someone's wallet. She a thief. Mm Mm-hmm. And B's like, great. Steve's a scam artist. Gary's a thug. Sylvia's a liar. And Lucy's a thief. We got yeah, all these great got people in here. Awesome. 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 And then suddenly he sees a flash on the screen of all the dead people in the elevator. And it's bloody and everything like Sylvia saw. Mm-hmm. He just really glosses over that, though. Like, He's like, anybody see it? And they're like, no, no it's just a, a hardware problem. He's like, cool. OK, moving great. on. Great. <laughs> <laughs> sir. Don't. Don't, um... He doesn't believe in that yourself. kind of shit. Yeah. So they're watching the lobby videos again. They're trying to find when Chad came in and they see him. He had a bag. And they're like, oh, he has no bag on the elevator. No, no, they don't say bag. They continue to call it a satchel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It really burned me up. I don't know why. Apparently. But yeah. <laughs> a satchel. Yeah, they're like, he was carrying a satchel. And now the satchel's I mean, we're on not the elevator. Pennsylvania, maybe That's, they say satchel I know, there. Like, why are they saying satchel so much? It's a fucking backpack. It's not a backpack. It's a bag. Or like a it's cross like a body. It's like a duffel. It's a gym bag. It is a gym bag. It probably stinks. Satchel. So B runs down, runs over to the lobby. The, I say down, but really the office is in the lobby to go find this bag because he's like they're like he stored it somewhere. Mm-hmm. The lights are flashing again. Before disco he can leave, party. it's a disco party. So we know she's about to pop off. Lustig's like, girl. We got their disco party. So let's go out. Everybody's freaking out. Sylvia's convinced everybody is out to get her. Girl, it's not all about you. Okay? It's not all about you. We get the rumbling again. Gary lights a match. Where'd you get those, Gary? Why didn't you use them before? Why are you just now using them? But it goes out real quick. In the split second, he lit the match. We see like a creepy figure behind behind him. him. It goes out. There's more thrashing and banging. Sylvia screams, the lights come on. Oh, we got another dead body yeah, up in here. But she's just uh, swinging. It's Lucy, and she's swinging from the light yeah, fixture. she's swinging and banging. She, well, she's not banging, but she well, definitely she's swinging. swinging. <laughs> <laughs> and Beast like... We gotta shut the building down, y'all. Nobody in or out. They make a weird decision here 
Which I would not have made. Which is? They gather all the employees from this building in the lobby. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just leave them in their offices? Also, furthermore, there's no way all the people in this building would fit in the lobby. It's a decent-sized lobby, but it's not that big. Right. They got about 100 people in this lobby. You're telling me this 45-floor building only has 100 people Maybe in it? Maybe they're on um, on and off days. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is not COVID. We're in 2010 right. here. just doesn't make sense, and it bothers me. You know, I don't like that kind of shit. Just like Satchel bother me. Well. We all have our problems. Uh Look, Ramirez is back on his devil bullshit. He's like, it's the devil, it's the devil. There's a reason that we're here watching this. Right. We see outside a woman who's trying to run up to the building and she wants to get in. But the police are like, girl, we've locked this building down. You can't come in. And she said, I need to get in there. I call her girl with a dragon tattoo. She, for sure. Yeah. She does, yeah. <laughs> just have a dragon tattoo or some kind of tattoo on her neck. Oh, for, yeah. She's got a net tech. I'm sure she has a dragon somewhere. On their back. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> the whole back. The whole back. And it's probably in black and white too, not color. Because no, I feel like they didn't have can't color afford tattoos. It. No. So Ramirez goes, he always kills the last victim in front of the person they love the most to make cynics of us all. Ramirez. Ramirez, lighten up, yo. Your mom. Like, I get it. She was a downer, <laughs> but Jesus Christ. You need therapy, Ramirez. <laughs> Work through that childhood trauma, boo. <laughs> he needs to. Chad is trying to free Lucy from the stranglehold she's in with this cord. And he finally does. Gary decides he'll help at the last minute. And they drop her on the ground. And when she falls, her purse goes down with her. And we see like millions of wallets in there. It's yeah. like in Dirty Dancing when that old couple was stealing all those wallets. Anyway, he tries to close her eyes, but they won't close. And Gary's like, that doesn't work until they're dead for a few hours. And we're all like, Gary, mm, how do you know how that? How do you know that? Chad is real suspicious of him. I'm like, Chad, you've seen, I thought you saw so many dead bodies. Like, you don't know right. this? Chad, you're just, it's not adding up. The math ain't mathing. <laughs> B's in the lobby. He's still trying to find that bag. I'm sorry, the satchel. satchel. The satchel. <laughs> they go in the bathroom. They find it. It's just got tools in it. Just a bunch of tools. He's super disappointed about the tools. Yeah, but he's also like, did he rig the elevator? Yeah. Now they're like, oh, it's got to be Chad. It's got to be Chad. He has a bag of, t- uh, oh, sorry, a satchel, satchel of tools. Of tools. Ramirez is now the only one in the office because I guess Lustig went with him to find the tools. And so he's like, you know what? This is a good time for a prayer over the radio. In Spanish. On your knees. <laughs> cross out. And he's praying. And they're all here. And they're like, what, what is, the fuck? What? Gary would like this not to be happening. He's like, can you fucking stop? And so at this point, Sylvia's like, you know what? Two people are dead. Maybe we should give each other our names. I'm Sylvia. And Gary's like, I'm Gary. And they shake. And then Chad it's goes. actually been Sarah and Tony. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Chad goes, I'm Chad. And they just. They don't shake his like, hand. They leave him hanging. Mm-hmm. They really Poor leave Tony. Hanging. I'm like, Chad, girl, you haven't done anything wrong. Why do they hate you so much? They do hate him so much. Still be on her bullshit. I don't like her at all. So now Chad's like real suspicious of Gary. He's like, where did your claustrophobia go? Because you were real claustrophobic and now you seem mm-hmm. totally fine. It's like I've never seen anyone get over it that quickly. It doesn't happen. Like if you got it, you got it. It just doesn't go away. And Gary's like, I don't know. So they start fighting because they're men. And look, um... Oh, girl, is like, kill him! Kill him, she bitch! She like, to 100 real quick. Sylvia, girl, it, it's not a good look. Mm-mm. She's, yeah. Fuck she, him up! Kill him! She's like, kill him, Gary! She's bloodthirsty. Chad gets the upper hand, because he's a Marine, you can't fuck him up. Mm-hmm. And she immediately goes back to, stop, stop, 
get out. Stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. B comes back into the security office and he pulls the radio away from Ramirez. Who's not doing shit. He's like, can you quit the prayers? <laughs> like, shit's happening here. And he yells at the group to stop fighting and back away from each other. Like, he wants everyone to stand in a corner with their hands on the wall. That so, way they can see where they are at all times. Which I don't know how he thinks they can see each other because... They're, They're backs are to yeah, each other, but facts. I guess he's really just like, I can see you. That's all that matters. So they do. And he's like, also, y'all, the building's surrounded by police. Like, one of y'all is a killer and you're not getting out of here. So you might as well just stop it and turn yourself in. He turns the radio off and he turns to Ramirez and he's like, so I'm like, hypothetically. If this little story <laughs> of yours is true. How does it end? <laughs> Ramirez is like, yeah, they all die. And B goes, no, but seriously. <laughs> he's like, yeah. They made their choices to that brought them here, so they're all definitely gonna die. It's not anyone's fault. So M comes back in and he's like, Y'all, Sylvia also has a rap sheet for blackmailing rich married men. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, though, she married this like hella rich guy, and B's like, But why is she here? And they find out she's going to see a lawyer. So B takes off into the yeah. lobby. And this is when all the people are milling around in the lobby who work there, and he's like yelling, I need to speak to whatever the lawyer is. Wayne Kazan, Kazan, Wayne Kazan, Wayne Kazan. Wayne is like, You, you rang. <laughs> and he goes over, and he's like, I need to know why you're meeting with this Sylvia woman. And he's like, No, that's my client. Okay. You know, I can't. I'm a lawyer. I will never tell you mm-hmm. anything. And B's like, Somebody wants to hurt her. But then he goes, all right, well, I'm not saying anything, but I would start with the person closest to her Mm. and also not saying anything. But I specialize in forensic accounting, which tells us that bitch is trying about divorce. Yes. She wants to find all her husband's money before she files for divorce. Exactly. Her rich ass husband, whose last name is Caraway. Which happens to be the name of the security company. Bum, bum, bum. B wants to talk to Sylvia's husband. Yeah, he said, Markowitz, get him on the phone. So in the basement. He does a lot of barking orders. Just barks orders left and right. He doesn't actually do much. No, he's just, he's got, he's a, he's like a PM. He finds that satchel though. So look, Lustig went to the basement to shut off this valve. So when the firemen are like breaking through the wall, they don't hit this valve and fuck up the whole building. And as he's leaving, he hears a noise. So he goes to check it out. And there's this like loose wire. It's very Final destination Oh, God. I would never not even come near this. This is so no. Final Destination. Like, nope, not my problem. There's no way you would survive this. There's a convenient puddle of water. <laughs> like <laughs> The only puddle of water down there. So, but Lustig is like, I'm going to fix this. Yeah. This and is I'm probably like, the problem. And I know it's, I'm like, well, I think we all know how this is going to end. There's, there's a live wire. Does it? Right. There's no there. way it can't end badly. There's a puddle of water. Have you ever seen a movie where somebody sees a, a live wire and it ends well? Not no. when they have to step in a puddle of water to, no. yeah, to ground this wire. He finds a board, like a two by four. And he's like, great. I'm going to use this to pick up the wire and hang it on this on also a nail. conveniently placed <laughs> nail. <laughs> So he picks up. He's having trouble getting on the nail. So he takes a step into the water. Okay. Girl. I don't have a commitment to my job at this level, mm-hmm. right? Like, I... If I, I thought s- the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're paying him like 15 an hour, girl. Right. It's not worth it. No, I'm going to go home. I wouldn't have even gone to the basement. No. It's dark down there. There's no lights. They have there's to use raccoons, a flashlight. There's birds. Okay. There's live wires. There's Absolutely probably not. Probably rats and, and also no. small insects down there. Mm-mm. No, live wires just having their own disco party. It's a no. Yeah, it's a whole 
situation that I'm not willing to get into for 15 fucking dollars an hour. Look, in the lobby, everyone just starts to scream and we see a Crispy Lustig come Aww. out and fall down. He somehow made it up from the basement after being electrocuted by this high voltage wire. Very high voltage. He's all like kind of charry, but then like now not, he's all convulsing. Not quite dead. And though. like foaming at the mouth. B and M run over to him, but he's not looking great. Not looking great. Not dead yet. We never we never find out if he lives no, or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he lives. I'm gonna say he probably dies for yeah. sure. <laughs> Oh, he's dead. It just for sure it dead. makes me feel better. Okay. Okay. He's, he's a nice yeah. old man. Like there's nothing wrong with him. It makes me a little sad that he gave his life for fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, me too. You know? But in America. The, you know, right. In the elevator, they're still standing with their hands on the wall, but Sylvia's head enough. She's like, My hands are tired. I heard here's the thing. She's standing like she's getting like frisked by the police with her arms very high up. The other two have their hands out straight and yeah, holding just, their weight up on the wall, which is how you do it, Sylvia, yeah. you dumb bitch. And she's like, uh huh, it hurts. Chad's like, put your hands back on the goddamn wall. Put them back. And she's like, or what? What are you going to do? And he's like, you know what? You're just a shit starter, okay? Mm-hmm. A Every, twist. Where you go, you start shit and you get people all twisted up and mm-hmm. angry. He's like, we have one of you in the military. We noticed the whole platoon and shit started fighting with each other because this new guy came on. He was a twist. He was turning everyone against each other and then we beat the shit out of him. I have never heard this term twist in my life. I Googled it afterwards and I'm like, oh, it's a real thing. I mean, is this like a Northeast thing that we just don't know about? I don't know, but I had to Google it. Well, Cass Googled it and yeah, it's a real thing. I mean, I assumed it was real. I never thought it wasn't. I just never heard that term before. Look, we see on the monitor that that lady who was trying to get in the building, she's made it in. She snuck around the, the police very easily. Oh, that. girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, girl with the dragon tattoo. B's partner, M, tells B that he got in touch with Sylvia's hubby. And they decide that she's about to leave him and take all his money. And that's a motive for him to kill that's her. A hell of a, and mo- since a motive. he owns the security company, obviously Gary is his hired hitman. They're, just, they're really making a lot of jumps here. They're reaching. Leaps and bounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I jump to conclusions. In the elevator, guess what's happening? Uh oh. Disco party. (laughs) (laughs) Skrillex. They, they're in the office and they see this and B's like oh my god Gary's about to kill her he's you know he's killed these other two as a, as a decoy he's gonna kill her now but the lights are flashing so Gary's like Sylvia get behind me I'll protect mm-hmm, you she's like don't let them kill me don't let him don't let him kill me they're all convinced it's Chad yeah so he moves her behind like come over here girl I got, I you. got you I'm like Gary your skin is dry as fuck you need to do some moisturizing <laughs> So the lights go out and B gets on the radio. He's like, use your phones for flashlights. So they do. Why they they hadn't done this mm -mm. before. This is right now. That have been the first thing everybody did. They've been like, yeah, where's my phone? (laughs) Because it's in your hand at all times. It's never not accessible. But they do that. But those phones get snatched right out of their hands. Roasted out their hands. And now it's dark. And we get more thumping, like panting, weird noises. We hear Gary whisper, don't you do it. Don't you do it. And then the lights come back on. And y'all, Chad has his dukes up. He's ready to fight. He's ready to fight. And he and Sylvia are in separate corners. And Gary got his Mm. head fully twisted around. Yeah, his neck is all fucked up. It's looking real bad. Yeah, it's it's like when I wake up in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not looking survivable no, like, no 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 I think he's like he's like like an owl like it's, it's like on death becomes her when she gets hit with that <laughs> shovel <laughs> I love that movie me too 
So B's like, this just doesn't make any sense. I thought Gary was the killer. What the hell? And Sylvia's like, it is oh, you. Oh, God, it's you. And Chad's like, girl, you don't have to pretend anymore. We know it's you. He said, they can't hear us, but we already know. We you know did this you. shit. So they both grab pieces of glass and hold them up at each other. Yeah, like, they're like both in a defensive stance. Right. And Chad's like, I should kill your ass right now. And she's like... Go ahead. They'll pin it on you. Duh. And you They're know it. They'll pin it on you anyway. Look at me. I'm a tiny little girl. I and you're this it. military dude. In the office, B asks Ramirez what he needs to do to save them. Like, if this is like a devil thing, what should he do to save them? And Ramirez is like, I mean, there's not an easy answer. Like, you can never get them to see themselves as they truly are because they're bad people and mm-hmm. they'll never believe that they're yeah. bad people. And he's like, and it's the lies that we tell ourselves that bad people tell themselves to convince themselves they're good. What allows Satan to come like and take us over. Right. So B's like, I can do this. I'm going to talk to him. And he gets on the radio and he's like, look, I get it. I get it. I've been to hell myself. Like six months ago, I almost killed myself with some alcohol. But that kind of shit looks like it's not your fault, but it definitely but it is. is. He's like, don't self-destruct. Take responsibility yeah, for what like, you're I doing. I realized I need to take responsibility for my actions. And you need to do that too. And also you need to put that glass yeah. down. Put it down. So they're like, okay. They Didn't really take much convincing. No. But we do see that sneaky Sylvia has a piece of glass in her pocket. Mm-hmm. In her back pocket. She's ready to go. A police lady comes in the office and she tells B they found a lady who may know someone in the elevator. Y'all, we only got two folks left. Yeah. And he's like, great. Send Bring her, her up. up. So they send her in. The lights start flickering again. Here the, we the devil's getting go. bored. Yeah. He's like, speed <laughs> it's it short up. now. Like, okay. Speed it up. Accelerate this party. Chad's losing it in the elevator. The lights go out. He holds up his phone, immediately snatched away. We hear this weird squelching noise, you know? And lights come back on, and y'all, Sylvia got a knife in the neck. Yeah. Like a glass shard in yeah. the neck. R.I.P. The lady who said she knew somebody comes in. It's Dragon Tattoo. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know Chad. He had a job interview in the building this morning. He didn't want to bring his tools in. And I was supposed to come get him, but I was totally late. My bad. So. Like, this is pretty much all my fault. And he's like, well, what's his last name? And she says, it's Janikowski. And they're like, oh, no. Wait a minute. Lucy so, is yeah. not Jankowski. Who the fuck is she? Who is this old bitch? In the elevator. Chad is trying to help Sylvia because she's not quite dead. And we see behind him, old Lucy Black Eyes stands mm-hmm. up. She got them dark, fully black, black, black eyed kid eyeballs. Yeah, she sure does. I know and how much you love that. I hate it. And Chad notices her and he screams. <laughs> In the office, B and Ramirez are straight stunned. Yeah, like really, really. They were like aghast. And Ramirez is immediately like, oh, Dios mío, oh, and he prays, starts that praying again. And B is like, um, Em, I'm going to need you in this office right away. <laughs> in the elevator, Chad's like, who um, are you? Because you were dead and hanging, dead. we cut also, you down. Also, what's wrong with your eyes, man? Because they were not like that before. And she's like, today, I'm an old woman. Well, today I'm an old woman. Um, are you ready for your turn, Anthony? And Sylvia's there. She's still alive gasping for air. So we flash back now to Chad years ago. He's got longer hair. He looks yeah. better with the longer hair, frankly. He's drunk driving. He's trying to grab a beer off the floor that he dropped on the passenger side floor. He picks it up and then he slams into this car. He gets out. Like when this car stops, he's struggling. He goes to check on the other car and it's all banged up. And we see this woman like hanging out the driver's side. Yeah, she's bleeding and gasping. Pretty much dying right away. And there's a big hole in the windshield. And then he sees there's a little boy on the ground. A little baby. A little dead baby. And he's crying. And he's just like, I can't deal with this. He gets in his car and he burns off. And we see that he's left a note Mm -hmm. on the car. Mm -hmm. 
And it's the note that B has in his wallet. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And we see that. So Chad was the man who killed his family. Right. Back in the elevator, Chad's crying about how sorry he yeah. is because he don't want to go to the hill. And Lucy's like, I don't really care about what you're sorry about. But you know who I am now, don't you? Like, <laughs> as a sudden, like, you know, like, who the fuck I am? <laughs> the whores, the liars, the cheats, and the deserters. It's always the same thing. You know who I am now. Yes? And he's like, you know what? Just take me. <laughs> And she's like, girl, I'm going to. I intend to. to. (laughs) That wasn't an option. (laughs) You ain't got to tell me twice. He's like, but take me instead of Sylvia. She's not quite dead. Like, leave her alive. I deserve it. This is my fault. And Lucy's like, girl, you can't make a bargain here. You're coming with me regardless. And he's like, take me. He keeps saying, take me. And she's getting real pissed off. Yeah, she yells at him. Stop saying that! And I'm like, devil got a short temper, man. Real short-tempered. The firemen have finally cut through this wall. It took about three hours. Jesus. And the elevator plummets. And it stops at the bottom. And Lucy's like, you're not a good person. You can't make up for the choices that you made. And Chad's like, girl, I already said I know that. Like... Come on. And he grabs this random radio that I don't know where it came from. I don't either. And why didn't they have it before? Exactly. Did it, when they plummeted, was it Dwight's radio? It fell somehow through the closed trap door? I, I have no clue. It just shows up. It just shows up. It's conveniently In the nick of time. And he gets on there and he tells B, he's like, hey. I, I, I killed a mother and her, and her son on Bethlehem Pike five years ago. Uh, I, it was a hit and run. and I, I, was, ne- I was never caught. And Ramirez just looks over at B like, Holy shit, that's your fan dog. Mm-hmm. And he's also like, mm, I told you. The audience for a <laughs> told reason. You. And Chad drops the radio and Sylvia is like gasping her last breath, totally dying. And Chad and Lucy have a stare off and then she's like, Damn. I really wanted you. <sighs> Damn. Damn. I really wanted you. And she stands back up and the lights go out in the whole building. And they come back on and she's gone. And B is like, the fuck did she go? I know he's got his gun down. They're like, where is she? Girl, they get the door. He's not going to be there. They pry the doors open. Yeah. He's like, where is she? She's gone. She's the devil. So. She just, she can just she peace just, out. Yeah. Like she, and she, <laughs> she did. Dips okay. out. That's why I call her Lucy for Lucifer. Lucifer. Chad is the only one still alive. They wheel out all the dead bodies very quickly. It would never happen that fast. And B's like, I'm going to go speak with Chad. Also, you're under arrest for it. Yeah. For- I'll drive him into the station. And we're all like, Ooh. oh, boy. So he's driving it now. And Chad's in the back seat, like handcuffed. And he tells Chad, he's like, you know what? That was my family that you killed that night. And Chad looks up like, fuck. Oopsie. But because, you know, I've been waiting for this moment. Like, I've been, I thought about what I would say to you and how I would act and what I would do to what you. What I would do. But then he goes, but I forgive you. He's got a little tear in his eye. And then Ramirez comes back to lead us out here. And he's got some narration. He says, when his mom would finish with her story, she would comfort them and tell them not to worry. Because if the devil is real, that means God is real too. And then we fly out of the city, like over the water. And I'm Aerial like, view. they got their money's worth on this helicopter shots. But th- it's upright again. So now the world yeah, is back to normal. Mm-hmm. Back to good. Yeah. The devil was like, I'm done here for now. Peace for out, now. Philly. And that's the into that movie that's it tell me your thoughts um i like this movie i've seen it this is my second time seeing it so i've always liked i, I liked it the first time i yeah. liked it the second time i think i saw this movie in the theater did you honestly i feel like my friend sarah and i went to see it at the dollar theater out westheimer like way out in the, the birds oh i do love a dollar theater it's really shitty but i mean it's a dollar oh there's shit they have good popcorn yes, too they do. probably closed now because <laughs> of covid but damn want to read it let's do it
So for Chucky jump scares, what did you give it? I gave it a two. They got me when the first jump scare with the elevator breaking the, down. Because it was I, very quiet. And it was. It it's a out. very quiet, dark movie. I gave it a one because it was only that one for me that yeah. like, kind of... You know. I only gave it a two instead of a one because it actually jump scared me. Mm, and you hate I, that. I hate that. Otherwise, hate I would have given it like a 1.5 maybe. For Freddy, mindfuckery. I gave it a three. So did I. I think they're doing a pretty decent job. Yeah, just imagine like if you were in that elevator and the lights are going off. You don't know yeah. who's killing people. Like if you survive, you'll never be able to sleep with the lights off again. Like, okay. And also the one person who you think it's not because they're dead is actually yeah. the one who's doing it. Like that's... Yeah, a little tricky trick. Leatherface, how gory is it? I gave it a two because there's we got some blood, but we're not seeing a lot of gross stuff. Yeah, I gave it a one and a half just because of the same reason. We have some blood, but it's nothing like super gory because of it's PG thirteen. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Hannibal, how smart is it? I can't decide here. I gave it a 2.5, but I kind of want to change it to a 3. I gave it a 2, and I'll tell you my reasons okay. for that. Um, I gave it a 2 because, like, the old lady is the devil. I think I guessed it the first time. And then... Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, who would the devil, like, choose to be, right? Like, it's an old, unsuspecting lady. I knew it had to be one of the women. Mm-hmm. I didn't think necessarily that it was the old woman because she died, and that throws you off. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought it was the younger woman at first. When I, the first time I saw it, I think. Um, obviously, I've seen it several times now, and I know who it is. So I did enjoy that knowing who it is, and especially watching it closely for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was watching her, especially to see if she was giving anything away that we weren't seeing. Did she? No. No? You know, like through expression or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We were seeing anything, but I didn't see anything. The devil is quite crafty. Mm-hmm. Pennywise, your overall enjoyment. Gave it a 3.5. I like the movie. I give it a it's, three. It's I fun. like it as well. It's one of those, like, if it's on, I'm never going to turn it off. Right. I'm going to keep going. That's probably why I've seen it so many times. It, just it comes used on. to be on HBO. Mm. And so it'd be like, oh, I can just watch it, you know, because I, I have HBO. It used to come on, but it's not there anymore. I had to watch it on fucking Prime and pay Me for too. it. Me too. Pay. Rude. <laughs> Rude as hell. <laughs> All right, so my total is a 13. My total is a 10.5. All right. So what are we doing next? We are going to do The Purge, the, the original Purge. one, right? Yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah, the first yeah. one. I don't know if we told y'all, but we dressed up as The Purge for Halloween this past year. Yeah, we did. We should post pictures. Do we have any yeah. before Cassie passed out? <laughs> we have quite a few. Okay. Yeah, we'll post a picture. Um. So, yeah. But I don't, our costumes are not from The First Purge. No, it's not. So, but anyway. But we still cute. We're going to do the purge. Right. So that'll be fun. In the meantime, you can find us on f- Facebook and Instagram, most, mostly Instagram, at Room 237 The Podcast. And we're on Twitter, if Kim would post, at Room 237 The Pod C1. We have a TikTok, which Megan always forgets to post, <laughs> at Room 237 The Podcast. And if you're so inclined, you could send us an old-fashioned email to Room 237 The Podcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, don't forget... Tell a couple of friends about us or be super fucking generous and leave us that five star review on iTunes. Please, please. Just helps people find out about us. Yeah. So anything else you want to share with the world? I don't think so. Good. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.